You're listening to highlights from the Creative Process and One Planet podcast interview with Steve Biddulph. This podcast is supported by the Yen Michalski Foundation. We drastically misuse our mind and and have neglected very important part of the way our mind works in the modern world. I think that pre-industrial people and and our, our ancestors use this very well. And that is that we have a whole right hemisphere of our brain, which doesn't think in words, which takes in the holistic picture of everything around us. Anyone who's listening to the podcast will be aware that sometimes you have gut feelings about things. They're signals that are sent from the right hemisphere of our brain, picking up things we can't consciously interpret or read. It goes to our amygdala, which is our alarm system, and straight down the vagus nerve, and, and, and we feel it down in the middle of our body. What the book argues is if you want to be able to parent effectively and, and live your life effectively, stay in touch with that. Include those signals as part of your mental checking out awareness. Expand your awareness because you can read that every few seconds all the time. And, and your life will be very different. There are feelings below your feelings. They're not always right, but they're always worth listening to. Yes, and you call those a super sense. Yes, because the language of, of psychology, it's called, it's called parallel processing. But the thing I wanted to emphasize was how fantastic this is, because it's taking in everything that you're sensing conversation if you're in a party you're only listening to one conversation but your super sense is listening to five or six conversations if someone mentions your name in one of those conversations your brain picks up someone just spoke my name across the room and lets you know that now it's important to emphasize that it can be wrong because it's running things past memory and most people have a fair bit of trauma in their lives and so a therapist a really good friend. Um, sometimes just the world of nature can give us permission and the safety that, that we can go further into feelings. Everybody benefits from the lowered anxiety and the feeling of, of peace that comes when you're at, at, in harmony with your feelings. Our mind is like a mansion and a mansion has got four stories. The first floor is your body. As that's the ground floor, and it's a large mammal body, and it needs sleep, and it needs food, and it needs exercise. And it's, of course, where all those you know, instinctive reactions are happening as well. So look after it. It's like a wild creature that lives inside us. Look after it. Now, there are people who are trapped in their feelings, and everyone listening will know someone who just emotes and emotes all over the place. They're always angry, or they're always upset or whatever it is and really needs to come up a floor and and do some clear thinking about what are your options what makes sense what's the best choice and get on and do something equally everyone knows someone who is stuck in thinking and they think and they think and they think and they think in circles often and we use the expression like stuck in their head sometimes. And it's very clear that people like that need to come down a floor to the next floor in their building, which is where their heart is and their emotions are. And, and just figure out what's driving you. And that's an emotional question. And so some people need to get off the third floor and come down to the second floor, which is emotion. 
the fourth floor, just so we can give you the picture because we don't want to overload people's brains too much. You've been hanging around on those three floors. Sometimes you're up on the top floor and you notice there's some little cracks in the ceiling, like there's a trapdoor or something in the ceiling of your third floor, and there's a bit of light coming through and a, maybe a bit of sound like music or some bird sounds or something. And you get a ladder and you push the trapdoor and you go up and what do you know? There's a rooftop garden on your mansion and you're, you're up on the roof and there's stars above you and sky and and you look around and there's birds and animals and other people and suddenly you're out of your skin and you're out of your lonely little self and you're in the domain of spirituality and all we mean by spirituality is beyond your own skin connected to everything connected to the living cosmos and so now you've got all this choice you can get in the elevator you can go up there you can go down and the secret of mental health, we realize now, is that mobility. You know, many people leave their jobs after listening to one of my seminars. They just realize their job is not good for them. It's not good for the planet. Companies have stopped hiring me because I, <laughs> I have a very high attrition rate. You know, accountants go and live on farms and people become artists and, and things like that. But I'm not too worried. I think that's really rather wonderful. this incredible risk profile that goes just with being born male. And so we discovered that there are stages in boys' development that are on a really different timetable to girls. In general terms, boys develop more slowly, sometimes six to 12 months more slowly than girls. And if we know the stages of boyhood, then we can respond appropriately. Some boys have a lot of difficulty with reading. And it was discovered almost universally, it's the high testosterone boys who have literacy problems. Now, what that means is, is that if you've got a boy who's, who's high testosterone nature, you have to, from as early as possible, read to him lots of stories and, and cuddle him a lot and, and get his social side developed because we're always parenting our children to fit in the world of tomorrow not the world of yesterday. And the world of tomorrow, it's a fairly safe, but we don't want men who can wrestle buffalo anymore. That kind of masculinity is not needed so much now. What we need is men who are great communicators and loving fathers and can work alongside women really well. And so, so we, gotta, we have to take those high testosterone boys and help them with reading and language and emotionality. You know, with, with girls, there's a massive problem with girls' mental health. And the reason I wrote the book, 10 Things Girls Need Most, was one in five girls in the Western world is now on anxiety medication. And so, for instance, we think that girls definitely need father's involvement very close to them so that they believe in themselves and know that they're interesting to men and, and men respect their intellect. Girls need aunties who can be a role model to different kinds of femininity or different kinds of womanhood. Girls need to be in nature a lot, moving their bodies a lot, and they need to not be in the world of social media, which is very toxic um, because of the wiring of a girl's mind to overwhelm her with kind of criticism. Unwittingly, we just gave our kids these devices and let them wander in those, you know, the alleyways of the world.
today, love has a new enemy. Um, the enemy of love today is hurry. This is something I really, if I could write this on the sky, you know, if I could get one of those planes, it's, you know, slow down. You know, the world is insane. It wants you to buy stuff and work harder and work longer. And the pandemic has kind of started to break this and, and climate change and the, the madness of consumerism is starting to question this because what's bad for us is bad for the planet. And when we slow down, then we don't need as much stuff. And we, we start to take our joy on in the human level of, of our neighbours and our garden and uh, our pets and, our, and each other. It's simply a fact that we're just leaves on a tree, Mia. We, we feel separate. But if you go down to your super sense and you, and you feel the wild creature living inside you, that doesn't feel separate. I'm a leaf on the tree and one day I'll fall to the ground, but the tree's going to still be there. I'm, I'm worried about, you know, massively activated about climate because, because I want the tree to be there. I don't want a dead tree on a dead planet. I want our children to thrive for a thousand years. And I think that being fully human will help that because if you're listening to your super sense, if you're living in the whole mansion, everyone around you, your family, your friends, your workplace, everything you're in, the society around you, you will harmonize. We hope you've enjoyed this program and listening to the highlights of this podcast. If you would like to get involved in One Planet Podcast or learn more about environmental projects, click on the subscribe button. Thank you for listening.